Hey guys, I'm Laura and I'm Anna and welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes only. Hey, Lar. Hello, Anna. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Say happy 27th birthday to Lauren, everyone. Oh, you're dropping my age. I mean, we drop my age every fucking day. Yeah, but you're older. By three freaking weeks. <laughs> Not even. I well, know. Now, like a month, but whatever. Today. Not by much. I am off. Took off work. I'm off work, too. It's President's Day. You yeah, well, I didn't get off. I had to take off. I have off. It's for my birthday. Do you want to do something? Maybe. Ooh, my V-Day. Ooh. Um, okay. So, well, that's fun. That was cute. Yeah. Um, it was cute. I hope you guys all enjoyed Valentine's Day week. I did. I think it was a blast. Um, I think we had some fun. I hope you guys are liking season three and all the newness of it. Um, if you haven't um, yet, check out our YouTube channel where you can mm-hmm. watch us do the episode sorry oh boy i i went away i almost burped that's why lauren said that (laughs) um no but i hope you guys are really liking season three i'm super excited about it i think last week went really really well Mm -hmm. and it seems like you guys are really liking our new look which is really awesome um and yeah i just i'm so excited i'm excited for this episode i feel like this is a important episode and a one hot topic that we've talked about it is in our and personal I, lives yeah I feel like I've been stewing with this for a while um sorry I need we need to stop recording my phone because I get distracted when I get a notification sorry um <laughs> but it's like what I like look I'm like tilting my head like no, you're just trying to be cute <laughs> um no but uh yeah I feel like so today we're going to talk about like defining success after college and um what that looks like for you and mm-hmm. I feel like this has been something that everyone struggles with but again something we don't always talk about and I think it might be something that people don't even realize that this is what they're struggling with yeah. um and you know I think this is something that took me a while to kind of figure out myself and it's the idea you know like finding success after college and you know when we're in college when we're you know when you were little in grade school high school everything like that um even if you went on for like a master's degree grad school anything like that um in our like academic lives success was always you know gauged by how well you did in a class for your degree for a scholarship awards you know anything like that that's how success was gauged and then you know for people who played sports success is often gauged on like how successful you were in your performance for the game or like you know if you went to college to play if you played after college you know everything like that and then after college it's kind of like how do you gauge success? And I think it's important to note that like, um, success, especially after college, it lies on a spectrum. It's not like if you do this, you are successful. And I think when we're in, um, college and grade school and everything like that, you know, there's these constant milestones that we're hitting. And like, that's how we're gauging if we're being successful and everything like that. But those milestones are a lot few and far between when you're an adult, 
Um, it takes longer to be successful in a job and, you know, to be there a while and learn what you need to be doing and everything like that. And I think it's also important to recognize that um, success is going to look different for every person. Mm -hmm. And I think in, you know, college, high school, everything like that, we all were striving for the same things. And so it was easy to tell, you know, who's successful and who's not and this and everything. But, you know, in our everyday adult lives, um, success is going to look different than all of us. So I think let's start with like, maybe how we measured success in the past. Okay. Um, so I so like in high school, in high school, in college? in college, for me in grad school, like success and how I saw myself drastically changed after graduating from grad school and being out into the real world. Yeah. And so I think when I, I'll, I'll just go first then in my, you know, master's college, high school, everything like that. I always define my success on school, lacrosse or whatever sport I was playing, me going for a master's degree, getting that master's degree, any internships, um, practicums, thesis, anything like that. Those are how I like gauged my success. And it was nice because it was kind of, they were all like back to back from each other, you know? And it was kind of like climbing a ladder, I guess you could say. And so it was really easy to be like, oh, I'm I'm being successful. I'm succeeding. I'm doing well and like being proud of yourself. So those are kind of like all the ways I measured my success. I think then. for me, definitely in high school. So I never played sports. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was definitely grades and how my performance with, with school. That's how like my parents taught me. I mean, it was just very important. Neither of my parents went to college. Mm-hmm. So I think that was part of it. Like they really they thought that was successful going to college. Like that was kind of the product. So I had to do really, really well and be involved in a ton of things. And that was successful when I got into college. Mm -hmm. And then at college, it's a bit different. Grades are way more nonlinear because like you're not super competing against your, your neighbor, but still it was super important. And I also saw for me, it was, I was generating like, the, the roster of activities and like mm-hmm. roles I had, like yeah. I had to be on every board of every club I was in, in mm-hmm. college. And like in my sorority, I had to hold a position and that was successful to me Yeah, because it put me in, I guess, a position of power Yeah, and it made me feel important. So yeah. that was successful to me. But then when I gradu- graduated college, I agree. I totally learned like it kind of flipped yeah. on its head of mm-hmm. what success is. Yeah. And I think too, that's an interesting thing you point out because I agree with that. Of uh, like the idea of power and like I know like in college or in high school, like being captain of the team you were on and, you know, being a leader in that aspect. And then like in college, you know, trying to strive for that maybe too, or just like, you know, in clubs trying to be the president and being super involved. And when you get out into the real world, it's a lot harder to gain that type of power I guess if you want to so much like popularity too yeah and it's it's so much more when you're that age again like popularity how likable you are yeah and maybe like how skilled you are maybe a talent rather rather than if you're a good leader than it is when you're 
you know, in your adult life working and everything like that. And I think that's a thing too. Like I think when I look back on just for this point in general, when I look back on myself in high school and college, I think I thought of myself as like much more of a leader and someone who like kind of liked those powerful roles. And now not that I'm not a leader now and like to like take charge because taking charge and like being a leader are two different things, I think. And I think I like to take charge, but being into my adult life now, I realize like I don't want management like responsibilities. And I think if you had asked me that like in college or so, I'd be like, yeah, like I want, I want to be in charge of people. I want to have power. And I think that's seen as more successful. successful. Exactly. And now I have no interest in having that in my like career life. And I think that's important for people to realize because I think there's a ton of people. Like I think I was probably an asshole captain when I was on the lacrosse team, like in high school and everything like that. And I know I was an asshole when it came to college and I was like an upperclassman and stuff like that. And I think now I think it's important to recognize if you're maybe it's not your strong suit or not something you want. Cause I think there's a ton of people. I think that's why you have such bad managers maybe sometimes in your career because it's people who shouldn't be managing people, but think they can. Well, I think it goes back to too. It's what they think they should do. Yeah. And like for me in the same thing, like when I was in all these positions and all these clubs is because what it's what I thought I had to do. Yeah. I didn't want to be the web master that was my title Mm -hmm. in my sorority like it was like I didn't want to do that but I felt like I had to because that would put me in a position to be successful to be in power you know like I didn't want to do that Mm -hmm. and life tricks you and like you know your parents your family your friends they all could like make you think that these are all things that it needs to be it and makes I you think successful makes you good at what you're doing right and like I think that's amazing that you already know that something that you once deemed successful mm-hmm. isn't actually successful to yeah. you because mm-hmm. it's not what you want to do no and I think that's just like takes time of like learning who you are as a person but I think that's a really interesting point because I think that's something I didn't even think of of like power and like you know leadership things like that were definitely seen as like successful and something to attain for when you were you know in high school college all that type of stuff and it's not necessarily seen that way now and like there are people that I've I'm not I don't currently have but I know people who have had managers who like they do way more work than their manager like they're kind of more valuable the manager is just kind of there to like let's herd people yeah is that the thing not all managers obviously but I think it changes but yeah, so I guess those are some of the, the you know, ways that we measured success in the past. Mm-hmm. But now being, like, I hate, like, so cringy saying this, but like, adulting and, like, Oof. being in our adult lives and, you know, having careers and everything like that, I think success just looks so different. And I think it's hard at first to, like, recognize or see if you – see yourself as successful when you are constantly in your past – measuring success by these measures that aren't attainable now like you don't have grades you don't have like unless you're still in school like you're not matriculating you're probably not playing a pro sport to like put like a gauge on like your performance and things like that so I think especially right out of college grad school whatever it's hard to like figure out like am I successful right now like I have a job 
Does that make me successful? Yeah. And I think that honestly, we're doing it because we're self-reflecting or talking about on a podcast, but a lot of people don't take the time to sit back and be like, am I be, am I successful right Mm -hmm. now? Because they, you're right. Like they don't, everybody's always running towards something, some kind of goal. And they're always trying to do that because they think if that happens, then this, if that happens, then I'll be happy. If that happens, then I'll get that job. If that happens, then I'm the most powerful person in my company. Yeah. But that's not the case when you're an adult, like when you, because it's different. It's, Mm -hmm. it's almost not linear anymore because it's it's so arbitrary Mm -hmm. and it's so unique to every single person. Yeah. And I think it's, important too um I lost my train of thought (laughs) you were just saying um it's different for everyone it's unique it's not linear before that um I said that we're self-reflecting and then I said that people people don't take the time to realize they don't take the time to realize then it's like if I do this then I'm successful yeah oh okay that's yes thank you um yeah, I think, and people too, especially at this age and any age, but especially I think in adulthood, it's like so hard. And we've talked about this before, not to compare yourself to others. Oh. And I think that is like a huge thing of like comparing yourself to a friend or someone else and like gauging your success based on theirs, where their idea of success could be completely different than yours. So if yours continuing, continually like gauging your success and comparing yourself to someone else, Mm. then you're trying to be successful in their eyes and not necessarily in your own eyes. Yeah, that is good. It was there and I couldn't. That was good. But it came back. Thank you. You delivered. I used that like big word earlier, matriculous. Matriculating. Matriculating. That I learned from Twilight people. Yeah, you don't remember that? No. Oh, it's like Edward's like, like how many times, how often can you matriculate? What does that even mean? Like graduate, like go up the oh, ranks mm-hmm. of like your matriculation. Well, um, smart Anna here, but I agree because I think, and to be honest, that's why a lot of people end up not being happy because yes. they are literally not doing it for themselves. Right. And that's when people burn out. And that's what like, okay, this is like a little bit dark, but do you remember that girl who, um, I think she was a Penn student, the track runner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she, she killed herself. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and she was a freshman sophomore. Yeah. Young, beautiful mm-hmm. girl, popular girl, mm-hmm. amazing at sports, amazing but at school. she held so much value in school and sports because she thought that was the only way people saw her as important and successful. And there's a beautiful expose written about yeah. her. If no one ever, it's, really it, it's a couple years back. So I think this happened like you 2016, were in, maybe yeah, when we were in college, maybe even earlier right when we graduated, maybe, but look it up. Um, but, but I think that's what happened. Like, and that's where people do not. And that's an extreme case, of course, but they put so much weight on something that is not their own version of success or value mm-hmm. and it leads them down the wrong yeah. path. And I think it's important to recognize that. And, you know, people say it all the time. We've said it before, like, don't, you can't compare yourself to other people. But I think that comparison, like, again, like you're comparing your success on their value of success and it's just not going to be the same. And I think you really have to sit back and think about like, 
what in your mind do you think is successful? What's important for you to get out of life? And I think that's a hard thing to kind of sit down and reflect on because I think so many things are so like ingrained in our minds of what is successful that like some people like don't care about money. It's not important to me to make this dollar amount. So like, why is that going to be something I push for, you know? it's not important for me to like have a family and have kids. So why is that something I'm going to push for? And why am I going to compare myself to my friends who like are wanting to start a family when that's not what I want? So I think it's important to really like sit down and figure out like what you want out of life and what is important to you when it comes to like in your mind, like what you need to do to be successful. And I think that's going to change too throughout your life. Like, what I think I want to be successful now will be different than probably in five years because I'm sure there's some goals that I will achieve in those five years and maybe I'll want something else. Yeah. And so I think it can be hard to do to even just kind of like unlearn all the things that we've been told make you successful when it's maybe not something that like you really even care about. Yeah, you just have to let go of the preconceived notions you had about success and about what others think you should be doing. And that's a, you know, a ton of people go into a profession because they're mm-hmm. all their family is doctors yeah. and they feel like they have to be a doctor because that's what their family is successful. And if yeah. God forbid they ended up wanting to be a beautician yeah. and go to hair school, they would be seen as a failure. Yeah. And that's not the case. And I always like people who like in high school didn't go to college and went straight into either like, you know, went to like be an esthetician, like a trade school, any, a trade school, anything like that. Like, I feel like at the time it was like some, it like was really looked down upon. It's like, oh, you're not like, going why aren't you going to college? And now it's just like, I hate the people do that or that was ever a thing. Cause I'm like, that's so awesome. You were like learning a trade and like making money while I was putting myself in severe debt yeah and I just think like I think that that whole like time in college can be like really hard for people to figure out like you know what they even should be doing and if what they're doing is like actually what they want and so it's just like it's hard then to gauge yourself of like how you see yourself in the future of being successful when you're in the midst of like school and seeing that like ladder of success that everyone's supposed to be like achieving what do you think do you think there was a moment for you where you felt like you had a different view now on success or like how do you feel like you learned this I think it took a lot of um like when I was into my like career job and I had been there for a little while and I think it's like you know you kind of I think those like first couple years after college and for me I think it was a little delayed because it was after grad school for me because I really wasn't like a full functioning adult while in grad school. And so for me, you know, I had like all these friends who had like been in their career in the job force for two years at this point. And I was just starting out. And I think for me, there was a lot of comparing myself to my friends and, um, you know, seeing where they're at, at in their career and me just being there like just like kind of even figuring out what I want to do because it takes a year. I don't care what you say. It takes a year, any job to even fully understand what you're doing. And so I think those, that first like one to two years was really um, like hard for me because I, it was like a lot of like doing the comparison game and like putting myself up against my friends and other people that I knew. And I think I just, it takes time, I guess. And it just comes with like, 
sitting back and like really figuring out like what you enjoy in life. I think honestly, the whole like figuring out hobbies for me and like what I like to do with myself, kind of learning who I was as a person, taking out school and lacrosse and um, all of that, like figuring out who I was. That's like when I really figured out like what I want out of life. And I don't, I didn't know that before because I wasn't, I didn't know who I was before that, honestly. And um, so like now I know like for me, what success looks like is happiness is one. And I know I've said this before, but it's like the quote where it's like, no one can tell you you're not successful if you're happy. And Mm -hmm. so I think just like me being happy with who I am and where I'm at is a huge gauge of success. Like if I'm not happy, then that's something that like, I know I like need to work with because I think that's like the number one thing for me is just like being happy with myself as a person and just like in general. But I would say money is kind of a gauge of success for me, but not in a way of like, I was talking about this with my roommates the other day. Like I don't need to be a millionaire Mm -hmm. at all. Like that, I don't have interest, not that that happened fucking cool, but that's not like, my goal isn't to be like, uber rich. My goal is to like have enough money where I feel like comfortable and can like provide for myself and like just live a comfortable life. Like I don't need a ton of money. I just want to like live comfortably within the way that I like to live. Yeah. Um, so like money in that aspect, I guess is like kind of a scale of success. Um, being able to travel, that's something that I love to do. And I like want to be able to see the world and do things and like not feel held back or, you know, not do things because maybe I'm like, it's like you kind of put yourself on this like gauge of like a timeline. And we've talked about this before, but doing things, even though maybe in my head, I'm not exactly like on the timeline that I was expecting to be. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And then like friendships, friendships are really like friendships, family, they're super important to me. And like, I know I've said it in the past, like I'm an only child. So like my friends are like my siblings, like I don't have siblings like that. So friendships are really, really important to me and like making time with, for my friends and seeing them and having quality friendships and everything like that. So I think those are like the four main things I think that like I would gauge my success on. Yeah. I I think that's great. We have, so it's funny, we have some similarities Mm -hmm. and then some differences. So I agree like the happiness piece hundred percent. I mean, I think that goes without saying if you are doing something and it's not bringing you joy Mm -hmm. in some way, why are you doing it? Yeah. And like, you know, no matter what, if you're a CEO of a company and you're miserable, it's not that's not successful. That like, much money isn't worth it to me. No, you no. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's needs to bring you joy. Now, if you're in that position, you freaking love it. And every single day you're like raring to go. Yeah. Different story, but yeah. Happiness. 100%. Or if money is, uh, Trump's happiness to you. Like if you just, if money is a huge gauge for you and it is for some people and that's awesome. But if they like, you know, their happiness and maybe work-life balance and things like that aren't as high of a rank to money, then that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, someone totally could see like just how we both say like happiness is one of our success measures. It could not be someone else's. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, you know, like, what are you doing? But like, it it might not be someone else's success measure. Like that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think friends and family for sure. I value that so highly. I would be nowhere without my friends. Mm -hmm. I love people. I love my family. I love, you know, my little, my, my dog and Mm -hmm. husband family. And it's, you know, a, 
that that's like a huge thing for me. So love that. Another success factor for me that's different from yours is I do value titles. So I do want to manage people mm-hmm. and I do want, like, that is something that I strive and I think would make me successful, but because I like to do it, not mm-hmm. because I think that's like a need. Like yeah. I don't, I would never like look at myself and be CEO of a company and look mm-hmm. at you and be like, oh, she doesn't even have a direct report. Yeah. <laughs> this is so not successful. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, that's also because that's not my personality, but yeah. I don't think, you know, that's just me. Like I want to manage people and me climbing the ladder is successful. And that's why I want to yeah. be on that leader track, that manager track. And, um, I define success like that. Um, and then just quality time with people in general. Mm-hmm. I think that quality time anywhere, traveling, mm-hmm. hanging out with people, like all of that, being able to enjoy that and have the comfort and leisure in my life. So I guess it would be more defined as like a work-life balance mm-hmm. is successful to me. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where I kind of get the quality aspect. Um, I don't want to be changed mm-hmm. to my job. Yeah. And there might be times where I don't want to work. Like, you know, maybe I'll end up being a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. and have like a little side business. I don't yeah. know. But like I want work-life balance yeah. for sure. And I think that's too like um when it comes to like your career and like your job and things like that. Like how you said like you have like you want to manage people you want to do on that leadership track. And I think it's important too to be like even within your job there's different measures of success. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't list my career right in my like measure of success but you have different ways but it's just like there's a different measurement of like in my career like for me for being successful seeing me in my career it's more like I want to make sure I'm constantly like learning new things Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel I don't want to be in a job where I feel like I'm doing the same thing every single day and I want to work for a company where I can see myself growing and maybe doing a bunch of different things and um you know, learning the ins and out of like, you know, like and that's why so like that. you can't judge other people, mm-hmm. nor can you base your own success off yeah. of anyone else because you would never know any of that no. by looking into either of our jobs. Mm-hmm. Like you, you would not be able to compare someone and see, oh my God, they actually have so many training certificates, things that I don't even know have traveled to all these countries and all you're looking at is they don't have a direct report. Yeah. Like, so that's why you can't, measure it like that Mm -hmm. and it's silly I mean almost goes back to like why are you judging people in the first place yeah I understand it's just like human nature yeah to to want to compare Mm -hmm. successes and that's especially after college that's what our brains are trained to do and like and that's the thing too is like that was something that like idea of success in like your career and like job and everything the idea me knowing now that like I don't want to be a manager I don't like managing people I want to just worry about myself and everything like that that is not at all the attitude or the thought I had when I went into my first career job. Like when I went into my first career job, I definitely was like, okay, like I want to be like, what do I do to be my manager someday? Mm -hmm. And like, what do I have to do? And I, it took a while, like being in my job and working with people and realizing that like, I don't want to worry about anyone else but myself. And like I'm managing, isn't something that's like important to me. It's not an idea of like being successful. And I think it's like interesting too, to kind of see how your dynamic changes with like your coworkers Mm -hmm. when it's not, because there are people that I worked with who definitely want, we're on that like leadership management track, like want to manage people. And, like, I'm a competitive person, but not when it comes to, like, work and, like, school mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, I'm very much, like, 
I want to do things for me and get things done for me. I'm not going to compare myself to you. And I've definitely worked with people who were super competitive in that aspect and kind of like maybe thought that like I also wanted to be at the same level as in like, you know, hierarchy or management of them. And like, I think once you start to talk to people and realize that like even within your department or position, everyone has a different level of like success and where they see themselves going that you can see that like, the person who was maybe like competing with me was like, Oh, you have, we, we are not at all on the same track and have the same interest in going with this, this job that like we thought we did. And, um, I think that's just something you learn like in the job. That's what I was going to say. That's how, like when I asked you how you knew and had this mindset switch where Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, now this is how I understand what success is. My switch was Mm -hmm. talking with people and just, understanding what you deem successful. Like I think just having conversations throughout in, in work, out of work with friends, with family and just being like, Oh, it's, we're all striving to be successful and happy, but we're all doing it in different ways. And that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And now I can stop stressing about it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think it kind of takes, I think once you realize that it really takes the pressure off of like comparison when it comes to like where you're at in life compared to other people. And I think that that's been like a huge, I feel like I compare myself a whole lot less to other people as in like where they're at in their life compared to me, even just within literally the past year Mm -hmm. of like reflecting on this type of, you know, idea. I mean, obviously like comparison as in like looks and things like that. Like that's just a never ending struggle that most women are probably going to have for their whole lives. But when it comes to like where you're at in life, like your timeline and that idea, I feel like, especially within the last year, I do it way less than I ever did before. That's good. Just from like knowing that like what I want out of life is completely different than what everyone else does. Okay, we want to take a moment to talk about our sponsor for this Valentine's Day week. The sponsor of this week is T-Boutique Buffalo. Um, you guys should all be familiar with T-Boutique because uh, this is Taylor who has been on our podcast before last um, season one in our um, Boss Babes Week. Taylor is one of my best friends from college and she owns T-Boutique Buffalo. T-Boutique is a small business in Buffalo, New York that has something for everyone. And she really puts so much time and you can tell from Mm -hmm. social media, like she puts so much time into choosing the pieces that everyone's going to love. There's something for everybody. And she's super size inclusive. Yes. And her page reflects that too, that, you know, there is really something for every size, every type of body Mm -hmm. and for every type of style taste. Yes. And we love that because especially when you shop online, you can tell like she'll do photo shoots with her friends um, and their all completely different sizes you can really see the clothes on someone who maybe fits your body type which we love um so we're just so excited that taylor wanted to partner with us uh this week she is launching her galentine's day collection which you do not want to miss i may have helped pick some of the (laughs) some of the things you'll also see it featured on our instagram page so um go to our instagram to check it out but you can shop um all of Taylor's clothes at tboutiquebuffalo.com and on her Instagram at tboutiquebuffalo. Um, and then if you use Girl Vibes Only 20 um, at checkout, you will get 20% off your purchase, which is super exciting. Yeah. So make sure you check them out. Use Girl Vibes Only 20 and get shopping. Mm-hmm. Taylor, tell Taylor we sent you. <laughs> 
yeah so I think it's just important like to kind of reminding yourself that like you know this mold of success that like our parents kind of grained into us isn't necessarily going to fit our lives completely and like the world is so different now than it was when our parents were our age and I feel like their ideas of what success for us is so different than maybe what we want Mm -hmm. and like it's okay that maybe your mold is going to be different because what we find successful is probably not going to be successful to our kids when they're our age and things like that so I think it's just important to kind of like not judge yourself so much and like kind of where maybe you see where you should be where your parents think you should be you know where society thinks you should be and like um yeah success is more like on a spectrum it's not necessarily like something you're going to achieve and you're like all right I'm successful that's it yeah and um I don't know I just think it's especially like when I think of like our parents I think we've talked about this before like we're just in different places than our parents were and it's not fair to like judge where we're at in life based on where they were at when they were our age Mm -hmm. um but also like your life began when you were born I feel like there's this kind of this idea that like you know you have to check off boxes graduate college get a good job get married have a kid and then like your life starts and like that's not the case you know, you don't have to be like checking off these boxes in order for your life to start. And um, I just think that's important to like note. And um, you shouldn't be waiting to do things because you haven't checked off a specific box yet. And um, you you need to find your own path, pick it, choose it, commit to it, change it if you want to, but make it your path. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah. And also like kind of like point what you just said, even our ideas of what successful is now is probably going to change in five years. Yeah. Like I said before, you may like hit some goals and want some new ones and you know, we're constantly growing, doing new things. So I think it's important to know that like even your idea of success is going to change throughout your life and that's okay. It's supposed to, mm-hmm. it should. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just feel like this is a, I feel like this was like an important topic to touch on because I think it's something everyone struggles with. And, um, I don't think it's something we necessarily all even realize that we struggle with. Like I said in the beginning, I don't think unless people sit down to reflect about it, they're not realizing how successful they actually are and how much you guys are doing that is amazing. And some things that you probably never thought 15 years ago, you would be able to achieve. Yeah. Um, And it's exciting. And I think if you let in the way of like, you know, when you were 15, Mm -hmm. you thought you were going to have X, Y, and Z done. You thought you were going to have kids by this age and married by this age. Like you'll get too wrapped up in that turmoil and like, you know, you're just going to kind of downward spiral because you're never going to be happy because you're going to be like, I already missed checking that box Mm -hmm. but it's not the case and you have to realize that you know while our family and parents and teachers and everybody has the best interest for us at heart it's their interest yeah you need to know that they were just trying to like get you to a good position to be your own person yeah and like there's no right time to do anything I think most times if it's something's worthwhile you're never going to be fully prepared for something. So I think we also need to stop kind of like waiting for things to be the yeah. right time. And cause most, most things you, most things you aren't prepared for and you weren't prepared for and you worked out just fine. Yeah. So I think like knowing the timing of things and 
there's never going to be like the perfect time to do something. And I think that's something a lot of people wait around for too. And, you know, success is a journey. Mm -hmm. Life happens along the way. You need to recognize that. And what you think is successful, someone else may not think is successful. And that's okay because they're not living your life. You are. Mm -hmm. So make it one that you can deal with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. So. Well, I think this was good. Good yeah. topic. Thank Anna. you. Thank, Thank you for you. bringing it to the table. Of course. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I feel like this was like a little bit more of a serious topic today, but um, I don't know. I think a good one for us to discuss, and we can continue this conversation. I feel like it kind of bleeds into a lot of what we've already talked about. Probably will continue to infiltrate future conversations um, because we're dealing with it right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Yeah, <laughs> we will be here. Our girl talk next week. Our yes. girl to talk. Um, and we have a good one next week too. So, and everyone go wish Lauren a happy birthday. Thank you. If you didn't know, happy two seven. You know, mm-hmm. two seven. That is two seven. They know. They understand. Just want to make sure that they know. Whatever. Bye. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only. To stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O, Girl Vibes Only.